John Free is a very patient man. Uh, he's been covering the coast to coast. He's our regular Coromandel uh, correspondent, of course, and we really uh, always value uh, his time. Uh, but he's been down in um, Kumara on the west coast covering this gruelling event, the four separate races, the longest day, the two-day event, the two-day tandem and the mountain run. The winner, of course, of the big longest day event, you heard him on Morning Report this morning, Wanaka-based athlete Hamish Elliott. Uh, John, good morning. Tell me, uh, tell me how the weekend went. It's always a massive event. Good morning. Good morning, Catherine. It is an awesome event. There's no doubt about it. And I got tired, actually, just covering it. So goodness knows how the athletes handle it. But one of the things we wanted to do was just look behind the event, Catherine. You mentioned the winners this morning. Um, and, you know, what actually it takes. There's something like 20,000 athletes that have competed in the coast-to-coast since it was set up by um, oh, back in 1983, I think it was. And this year just sort of shows the evolution. There were 2,700 athletes that competed. Now, they've broadened out the various aspects of the event, which has made it very open now to even vintage athletes right through to high school athletes. So, you know, I think one of the, the most amazing things that I sort of asked about 20 athletes, why do you actually do this event? And I got 20 different answers, Catherine. You know, there was the elite athletes that say they do it because it's part of their their world events. And then there was right through to the guy that told me that uh, he wasn't quite sure whether he'd just competed in his best one day or his worst one day. That's how he felt at the end of the uh, at the end of the event. <clears throat> it takes more than a thousand volunteers to actually put the event on. And because it's in New Zealand, of course, and I think everybody will really be thrilled with this stat. There's two and a half thousand road cones that were out there during. Um, but besides the thousand volunteers, there are hundreds of people that support the athletes. So, yes, it's a very awesome event. And it was one that, uh, you know, when you look at the outcome and you see those people coming through, you do have to stand in awe of what they achieve. Uh, how was the weather for this event this year? Well, this is another thing that, you know, you're going from one side of New Zealand to the other. Uh, you're going up into the Southern Alps. They started off in beautiful conditions. The leaders actually enjoyed the conditions right to the finish. But unfortunately, the people that sort of came in after about 12 hours, everything turned to custard and they fought a southerly buster going into Christchurch with teeming rain. And uh, quite amazing that up on Goat Pass, which is the highest part of the course, there was uh, was beautiful fine conditions on Saturday. The next day when the volunteers went up there to clean up, there was five centimetres of snow on the ground. Goodness me. That's uh, Te Waipunami for you. Uh, look, we just touched earlier. We heard two of the, the winners this morning on Morning Report. One, because uh, Simone Meyer won the women's crown. I think that was for the longest day. We heard about this brilliant young Finn McKenzie, event's first ever winner of the newly formed elite youth title. Uh, and his dad was also a winner in the race. But tell me about some of the other entrants you were alluding to who weren't necessarily winning the, um, uh, you know, winning, winning the medals. Uh, I think you had a 60-plus competitor that you've spoken to. Yeah, Maria Voigt was, uh, Voigt was the oldest actual competitor in the race. She didn't actually tell me how old she was. But as you say, you've got now got athletes competing from 15-year-olds right through to vintage athletes. 
which there again has opened the event up. One of the other things too, Catherine, was talking to the people over the, uh, some of the volunteers. There was something like uh, six Lions Clubs who have come out and used it to raise money for various community projects. I spoke to a teacher from the Lake Brunner School, Amanda, and Amanda was telling me that the Coast to Coast provides that school with the biggest fundraising event of the year. So they actually raise more money through putting on um, bacon butties and, of course, uh, white bait sandwiches for the early morning supporters of the event. And, yeah, it was a great story where Amanda said without it, her school wouldn't have had new equipment, which included new desks. Very good. Um, I think there was a, a, another athlete to uh, cross the finishing line after being out there for 14 hours. This was the the, the longest day. Do you remember what she did when she came in? <laughs> well, she was helped across the finish line and encouraged by the two guys who were doing the uh, emceeing at the end of the race. But no, I wasn't there. I'd actually given up by that stage. It was after 11pm on Saturday night when she came across. Uh, but, you know, there's another point too, because you actually see the synergy between the athletes and the volunteers. At the end of it, the athletes are absolutely exhausted. They're sore and in some cases they're hurt. And it's exactly the same for the volunteers. You know, they've been out there testing and trying conditions and dragging kayaks from the river and all that sort of stuff and controlling traffic. And I think they go home just as exhausted as the athletes. But then on Sunday, they're all talking about wanting to come back next year and do it again. <laughs> it's kind of a disease, isn't it? Um, and, and I imagine uh, the, the local town and hospo was was, uh, was fizzing um, as well. What else did you, did you see? It's obviously one of the key attractions. Uh, for this part of Umutu oh, each year? Oh, oh, massive. And, you know, like accommodation on the West Coast, Catherine, was booked up from Greymouth in the north to Ross in the south. When you went into town on Thursday afternoon, <clears throat> excuse me, with all the athletes, the place was just buzzing. And, you know, and the, the good thing was that I think the communities over there really appreciate what the event brings to the area, not just the money and the economic benefit, but also the exposure. Um, maybe not the same in Christchurch because people do tend to disperse a bit, but there were at the prize giving on um, Sunday morning. large number of the participants, participants were back there, so they'd stayed the night and spent some time in Christchurch. Wonderful. Thanks very much. Thanks for your patience this morning, John. Also, we'll chat to you again when you're back home in Coromandel. That is a CFM reporter. Uh, John Freer, normally based in the Coromandel, but he's been down covering the coast-to-coast event uh, at Kumara.